Hello, I'm Angie Goods, and this is All Fudged Up. You can find me at Goods Funny Girl on Twitter and Instagram, and you can send me an email at goodsfunnygirl at gmail.com. That's G-O-O-D-S-F-U-N-N-Y-G-I-R-L, you know, at all those places. All right, so welcome back. Um, I just want to let you know that I am still planning on that ghost story and I have research and I have untold details that I didn't tell in a Facebook story that I posted a while back, um, for my friends and family. Um, also in progress is a kinkisode. That's right. A kinkisode. More on that later. This episode, I'm going to talk about some friends, best friends, um, maybe even family friends, friends of family, family, family. Eh. Um, also wanted to talk about some, uh, or actually go on some tangents on some Facebook marketplace shaming. I'm sick of it. I've spent way too much time on it and, uh, I have some thoughts and then I hope to finish with some college stories. Um, because I just, I saw some, some posts about, uh, high school versus, you know, what you're told in high school about what they'll accept in college. And then you get to college and it's just basically a free for all. And, um, I have some thoughts on that. Um, so back to best friends. I don't know about you, but I love best friend sitcoms. How I met your mother friends. I'm not really into Seinfeld, but I, I hear good things, uh, and I feel that it goes along with the same thing. Um, other shows I do enjoy would be, like, Scrubs. I can't think of anything. Uh, Fuller House, although that's more friends and family, but... Um, I think the allure of these shows is that it's a group of people that manage to stay together through thick and thin, no matter what. They're always there. Um... And even if perhaps maybe they do travel or uh, relocate for a time being, they're still heavily involved somehow. And I think that that is um, what is so magic about those shows and what a lot of people try to strive for in their real life. But real life is uh, more complicated than that. And in real life, you get busy and you get so focused on what you're doing that maybe you don't check in with your best friends um, for, you know, months at a time, at times. I mean, possibly even longer if you, I don't know, just get married and have a baby um, within a two-year time frame. Um, so that's a lot. But the best friends that you know are best friends are the ones that hang out through thick and thin. And I have two such best friends, uh, my best friend, Amber, uh, that I've had forever <laughs> that I've had. She's been mine. I keep her locked in my basement. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, she lives in um, Texas and has been suffering through some of those brutal ass, no power, uh, not fun bullshit. Um, but thankfully she has a fireplace, so they are able to um, not freeze to death. Um, so that's horrible. Uh, and then, so we'll just start with one and then, you know, talk about the other. I feel that's fair. 
so Amber I met in high school. We met when I, I think we were 16, 15, 16, I don't know. I think she might be a year younger than me. Uh, she, we were both sophomores and <laughs> we met in the pick in the, in the bed of, uh, my friend, Chris, uh, who I later dated, but this is about Amber. Um, we met in his, uh, bed of his El Camino, like nothing dirty either. It was after school during daylight hours, like right after school. And he was taking us all home because that's what he did. He, you know, just basically gathered up all the strays and put them in the El Camino and drove us all around. Um, and I remember my first meeting with her, she was so bubbly and perky and seemed to be just so upbeat about things. And I hated her. Everything. I just was like, ugh. and she was smart and I knew it. She was all in, she's in AP classes and I was just like, fucking this bitch. But we quickly became friends. Um, she, uh, you know, became ingratiated and started dating somebody that was in the friend group that I was in. So, um, we got to know each other and she's amazing and we've been best friends ever since. And there are definitely times in our early twenties, um, that I had to track her down. <laughs> she went off to college. Uh, we were, this was in Phoenix. We were living in Phoenix and then she got a scholarship and she went to Illinois in the Chicago area to this amazing school. And, uh, she you know, had this amazing life for a while. And, um, and then something happened. She, whatever, changed her phone somehow for whatever reason, lost one. I don't know, back in the day before you could easily transfer all that crap over. Uh, and then I had had to track her down and called her dad. And, um, you know, I was like, Hey, do you remember? <laughs> Can I have it? <laughs> or will you call her and like tell her to call me? Like, that'd be cool too. So, um, but they were cool. Like, I mean, you know, we hung out in high school, so they knew me. They knew I wasn't just some crazy rando <laughs> trying to stalk her. So we made it work and you know, we, we definitely still go through times where we don't talk, but then we do start talking and it's like, Oh, bing, bang, boom, call caught up. <laughs> Um, and it's, you know, it's just, she's an amazing friend and I love her and I don't know what I would do without her. Like every day of my life. Anyway, my other best friend, Randy, um, her and I have an interesting story as well. I met her at one of my, at my first super professional job. Um, and we, she was, they uh, during the busy season would have, uh, one of the perks was they would have uh, a masseuse come in and do chair massages. <laughs> and that was what Randy did. And so she came and, you know, we we're doing the chair massages, like, um, upper back and, you know, shoulders and, um, like that. Uh, and you know, fully clothed it's in the office. It's nothing, you know, funny business or <laughs> dirty. Um, so we bonded over our love of Spice Girls. Now, do I remember how Spice Girls caught prod up? No, that was a long time ago. It was, um, oh God, it was 14 years ago at this point. So 
good gravy. Randy, we have been friends for a long time, which I mean, Amber and I, we've got back longer, but this, this is not a contest. Uh, so Randy uh, is amazing and we, we had a great best friendery uh, while in, when I was still living in Scottsdale and we would go out to all kinds of awesome places to eat and we would watch Gilmore Girls together and we would just have a great time and she would go swimming. Like I lived in this apartment complex that had these two like amazing pools and looking back on it, I really miss that apartment. <laughs> Um, just, I've had, it, so it's been snowing like crazy here and there are still piles of snow taller than my car where I live. And it's just, I look back on those sunny times, sunny, sunny, warm days where I could lay by the pool in the month of February next to the, just next to the pool in a bathing suit with some wine. Mm, good times. Randy and I had a bit of a falling out for a moment when I moved to um, the Boston area. For some reason, I she just, uh, you know, we stopped talking for a little while and that was disappointing, but we reconnected and that's all that matters. And honestly, without Randy or Amber, I, I, would, I would be so lost. I mean, Randy has... Um, she had a couple of kids in the time from when I left Arizona to present day. And so her mom advice has just been just unbelievable. Her, you know, the baby gifts uh, that she got me were just like, you know, practical, but just like, oh my God, these are so amazing. Um, and I, I just, I love them both for, you know, just with all my heart. And that's my gushing love letter to those two. Um, my husband's also pretty great. He's currently playing video games, uh, with his headphones on. So even when we're not doing the same activity, we're still together. And even though sometimes we have our moments of fighting, we work it out and that's love, baby. Um, my other friends that, you know, we that I have, let's say, you know, people that I have their cell phone number and we have texted with, you know, I love you guys. And I don't know what I would do without you guys. And I know that you're just a text away and I love you for that. And I try not to overwhelm anybody. And, um, you know, I just, I try to respect boundaries and, you know, people, what people are going through. Um, you know, and then another support would be, of course, family. And, um, I've had difficult relationship with my mom and I'm so glad that we were able to move past it. And I'm so glad that we are where we are. I'm so glad that even though we had to, um, come up with a safe word, we now have a certain word that we will say when, you know, it's just getting like the conversation's getting too overwhelming or, you know, it's, we're getting to the point where it's like, I don't, I don't like this. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> so we just, all right, say this word and, and we'll just, we'll just stop it. And, you know, kind of, if we have to stop it and go into a new conversation, or maybe if it's a phone call, it's like, okay, well maybe that's the end of the phone call, you know, for the, for the day. I don't know. 
So it's, you know, to go back to the, the lure of the shows, you know, it's having these support structures and having people that you can turn to is just, it's everything. Um, and I think that we've all learned in this time of, um, COVID and the pandemic and a lot of people being very isolated that you have to, you know, kind of do some work to maintain those relationships, but they're worth it. And I hear the baby, so I'm going to have to pause this. Okay, baby all set. Let's do this. Um, that was the friend. Now on to Facebook market shaming. Uh, I'm sure everybody knows what Facebook is. I do realize there are some international people that might listen to this uh, that aren't international being non-American. Um, or not well in America, because I've seen the downloads. I know there's other countries involved. So Facebook has a market place for at least America. I'm sure other countries write in, tell me. Um, in America, and I'm sure with every other country in the goddamn world, there is obviously the blatant fraud where people are like, yeah, no, this great, let's say Apple product and it's brand new, but it's like a third of the retail price. And you know, it's just fraud or bullshit or a knockoff, even worse. Um, or this is okay. So this is what really gets me. Like, I mean, the fraud is fraud. Like that's been going on forever. Uh, what I can't stand people listen up if you are posting on the Facebook marketplace you know let's let's not have blurry pictures okay all right what you see on your phone that's what other people are seeing clean it up take better pictures um, also let's have some different angles okay like the same and and don't just post the same picture more than once I've seen that too it's annoying um, so better pictures more angles like show the sides show the back like i want to see it what am i getting you know, where are the damages that i should be aware of um also no dimensions for furniture rugs picture frames etc um no sizes for clothes like what are you people doing like come on like i did you forget uh are you just that lazy? And don't just tell me it's a large rug. How large are we talking? Are we talking 20 foot by 20 foot? Or are we talking like a three by five? I mean, what are we talking here? Um, and I spend a lot of time on the Facebook marketplace, both as a shopper and a seller. So I try to abide by all these rules. And finally, some fun college stories. I saw something earlier that was, uh, you know, high school or even one started junior high versus high school life versus college life. And, um, the truth is once you get to college, they don't really give a shit. Like you're paying to be there, um, act accordingly. Um, you're either, you either want to do the work and learn the shit or you want to go and get drunk and not be there. In which case you're going to go and get drunk and not be there. And the professor doesn't care. They still get paid the same. Um, one of my stories is actually a professor's story that he told in class. I, somehow we got him to waste some time in telling us the story. Um, so this was when I was in Phoenix 
and he grew up in Phoenix, but he was going to school in Tucson. And if you don't know where these places are, you should Google them. Tucson is about two hours south of Phoenix. And um, so while in Tucson, while going to school, college, he was college age, uh, somebody was getting married. And so there was like a bachelor party or maybe it was the wedding or I don't know. I don't really care. That's not relevant to the part, to the story. What's relevant is he left Tucson, went to Phoenix, got really drunk at this party. And he was he had finals or some big test the next day. So he had to go back to Tucson. Um, so even in a drunken stupor, he tried to drive himself from this, whatever party back to Tucson. He drove and 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 drove. And then, you know, oh, wow, it's, I'm really tired. I've been driving for what feels like forever. I should be almost there, but I'm really tired. I should probably pull off and take a nap is his thought process that he told us. Um, and he did. And then he got, you know, awoken to a cop, you know, banging on the window, like, Hey, you know, can I ask what you're doing? And he's like, Oh, you know, I just, I, you know, I live like, you know, right, right over there. I just needed to, you know, just take a moment before I got there and just, just take a, a nap real quick. Cause I was just so tired driving home. Um, and the cop was like, oh, well, I applaud you, young man. You know, most people come up here and they go whipping around that corner and you don't know how many people don't, you know, they go driving off the road and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what corner? Like, what are you talking about? That's not how I remember the trip back to Tucson being like, what cliff are you talking, referring to officer? And so my professor, uh, gets, you know, wakes up and, you know, gets oriented and starts to drive back he had ended up driving and was almost in prescott arizona which is so not the direction of tucson um tucson is south of a phoenix pretty much almost like directly south of phoenix um tucson is north and then west and on top of that to uh, prescott is you take a main highway uh he's like i-17 it's been a while um take that main highway and you go north towards flagstaff and then you take another highway like a little smaller highway in order to get to prescott and so he had taken that main highway north and then the other little side highway towards prescott and it's a little bit longer um it's probably like a good two hours to get to prescott i don't remember but yeah, he, uh, he did not go anywhere near the correct way. So the moral of that story, kids, is, you know, don't drink and drive. Um, another fun story is I was married before I was married. <laughs> I was married um, in my early 20s. That, that was not something else, something I would, I would not recommend that. Um, certainly not to the person that I was married to at the time. Um, and he, he, long and short as he tried to commit suicide, um, he took a bunch of pills and he almost died, but he didn't. Um, the super sad part was his teenage son found him the next morning and had to call 911. 
I was called eventually, like, um, so that happened Friday night. He was found Saturday morning. I was called Sunday at some point. His mother called me and was like, oh, BT dubs, your husband's in the hospital. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's fucking awesome. That's just what I need. So my mom and I went, saw him. He's a dick. Um, he freaked out. The co the uh, doctor was like, you have to leave. And I'm like, you got it, dude. And I left. Um, the next day, I had class. And my English professor, I told my English professor what had happened. And she immediately took me to a quiet office where nobody was at and had me call the National Suicide Line. And I thank her every day for doing that because it was the best thing that could have happened. Um, because it wasn't my fault and I needed to hear that. Whether I knew I needed to hear that or not, I, I did not know that I needed to hear that. Let's just say that. Um, so I'm glad that that happened. And I'm glad that she had the presence of mind to say, hey, go do this. Go talk to these people. Um, and my final college story is I was, um, I was telling my friend, we were on a break and my, you know, whatever class, like just a class, it was like a long class, like three hour class day. And so it was like a 10 minute, whatever in between the hours to get up and walk around and do whatever. Um, and so I was talking to my friend, um, uh, about telling her about how, how my, my other friend, Sarah, like back in high school, we had a measurement system of how we measured the hotness of dudes when we were talking about them. And it was a bucket system and that meant like how many buckets of drool did you drool when you saw this you know one being like pretty hot two being very very hot and three being like oh my god you know and then take that bucket and like dump it on you because you're just like feeling so hot because of that dude and then you go take a shower because then you're like really gross covered in bucket of spit ew so I said bucket a lot, right? Apparently my teacher who heard me telling my friend this story thought that I kept saying fuck it really loud, got pretty offended and was like, Angela, what did you just say? And I'm like, what? I was just telling her about this story. And I'm just like this. And I have no idea. Like, you know what she thought she heard. And, and then she told me and I'm like, no, I said bucket. And then, you know, we all had a laugh. So. Um, hopefully you had a laugh and hopefully this helped maybe if you're feeling a little lonely or disconnected and I hope maybe you are able to connect with some friends, family, loved ones, um, sex worker you've talked to for a long time, whatever makes you happy that you can afford. Um, otherwise send me an email. Maybe we can commiserate together and I will talk to you next time. Thank you.